welcome back to FN Sports Bets, brought to you by the Drive-In Network. I'm your co-host, Frankie Langer, joining you for a Week 5 slate of games. Uh, it's just going to be me today. Nathan is busy with school and work. Uh, you know, we're both college students, and we have other time commitments, and so this week it's just going to be me giving my picks uh, for each game. And it's kind of a good thing that, you know, this is a week that, you know, there are a few games that are not being played. Obviously, things going on with COVID and people testing positive. Um, but it does put a little pressure on me to get some picks right. Uh, last week, I went 4-4. Four and four. If you include the uh, pick I lost, that was the Bucks covering minus 3 uh, in Chicago. So if you look at my record so far this season, through four weeks, I am 24-15. and 15. So, you know, when you look at that... Uh, it's it's good to be above 50%. Obviously, uh, the law of large numbers states that, you know, as we go through this season, it's more and more going to become balanced. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully I make some great picks this week and we make some money. So let's dive into week five. Uh, the first game is the Carolina Panthers at the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are one-point favorite here. And I actually am going to take the Panthers to win here. So I'd also take the Panthers plus one. And why I say that is it feels like the Panthers are on their way up and the um, Falcons are on their way down. Uh, Atlanta's obviously had multiple games this season that they've, you know, had a big lead and given it up. And that's kind of now starting to become a historical joke, but it's a real thing. They've done it multiple times. Uh, the Bears and the Cowboys, just two examples. And the Panthers, I understand that they're coming off a big win against the Cardinals, but it's important to note that the Cardinals had tons of guys out on the back end of their secondary and so, uh, you know, it was a handsome win by the Cardinals, who are still without Christian McCaffrey. But at the same time, um, it's important to look at, you know, who's out in the injuries. And so uh, this is one of my upsets for the week, which is the Carolina Panthers covering plus one. Uh, the over-under is 53.5, and, and I'm not going to make a pick on that. I understand on my Thursday night special, I talked a lot about how I see it's irresponsible to pick uh, unders in NFL games right now, but... Um, I've been a little off on the over-unders, and I've made some, some poor picks, and whether it's been a backdoor touchdown that's uh, ruined the over-under, whatever it is, uh, I have to improve to uh, make some more quantifiable over-under picks, but maybe I have a few coming up in the next couple games. Uh, so let's move on, which is the second game, the Las Vegas Raiders playing the in Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs are favored by 11 and a half points the over under 56 um, and that's a lot of points to cover for the Kansas City Chiefs I think that they're the you know one or two behind the Seahawks or above the Seahawks best teams in football right now not only offensively they look good and once they're able to uh, run the ball with their rookie from LSU I don't want to say his name and pronounce it wrong um they look good on both sides of the ball, especially on the back end of their defense. Tyron Matthew looks like he could be a defensive MVP of this year. Um, with that being said, 11 points is a lot to cover, and the Raiders have you know, shown that they're able to score points and be in games. Um, and so I think that a safe bet is taking the Chiefs to win here, just taking the money line. Uh, if you want to get risky, I would take the Raiders plus 11 just because that's a lot of points to cover. My pick for this game is Kansas City to win outright. might be good. This is something to pair for a parlay. Um, that's a big spread, and so um, I'll kind of just be interested to see how that shapes out without making a pick on it. The next game is the Los Angeles Rams playing in Washington. 
the Washington football team has had incredible instability, uh, not only in their front office, but also on their football team. Uh, Dwayne Haskins was benched a few days ago for Kyle Allen, who will get the start. I think that Alex Smith is actually going to back up Kyle Allen. Um, I'm not sure why exactly this, this decision is being made, but I did hear rumors that uh, Dwayne Haskins' work ethic kind of sputtered out after he started, um, as in started, as in got the starting quarterback position. Um, but at the same time, the Los Angeles Rams uh, are not as you know explosive that we thought they would be. And I think they scored something like 19 points last week or 17 points last week. Um, with that being said, they are a seven-point favorite. The over/under is 46 and a half points. Um, initially, I was going to take Washington plus seven, but just with the instability and everything going on there, I think I'm going to take the Rams minus seven here. Um, I like the coaching staff for the Rams uh, more than the coaching staff for the Washington football team. And I think that the Rams get back on track here in Washington with everything going on inside their building and outside their building. Um, I just I don't think that they're going to get on track anytime soon. So the Rams, I'm going to take minus seven. Not going to touch the over-under for now uh, because I'm picking poorly on those recently. So let's move on to the Jaguars playing the Texans. Jacksonville playing in Houston. Obviously, Houston's coming off of uh, the firing of their head coach and their GM, whoever. I'm not sure if Bill, Bill O'Brien had to fire himself. Like, I saw a lot of memes on Twitter and stuff like that. But regardless, when a team does come off of firing their head coach, I think it can go two ways. I think that um, you can start to step up. Whoever your interim head coach is can really start to rally the troops um, and whomever the interim head coach is, I need to look it up for the Texans, may rally the troops. And with the guys you have on that team, like J.J. Watt, like Deshaun Watson, I think that this is a week that they get a win and that um, it's going to be a story of they score a lot of points this week and commentators and analysts are going to be saying, well, what was Bill O'Brien doing? You know, what, what was he doing that, you know, he trades away DeAndre Hopkins, but then s still no offensive production offensive production from uh the texans and things like that regardless uh i'm gonna take the texans here to cover minus five and a half um next game is the cardinals playing the jets arizona in new york the cardinals are seven point favorite here uh the over under is 47 i think that the cardinals win here cover minus seven uh, obviously, they're coming off a loss against the Panthers, but you got to remember how many injuries they have. The Jets are starting Joe Flacco this week. I do believe Le'Veon Bell is coming off of IR. And those are both two things that can kind of ignite a team. And we did see last Thursday night they do have the ability to score some points. Uh, but at the same time, I think the Cardinals uh, get a win here. I think DeAndre Hopkins has a really big day, and I think that uh, they'll cover the Cardinals will cover minus seven. Uh, against a Jets team that even with a quarterback change, even though Sam Darnold wasn't playing poorly, but even with a quarterback change and the return of Le'Veon Bell, I don't think they uh, upset here. I think the Cardinals win minus seven. The over-under is 47, um, and I'd take the under on this just because I think the Cardinals will score a decent amount of points, and I just don't foresee the Jets scoring. You know, they may have offensive production, and they may – 
you know, throw the ball around it. Le'Veon Bell will get a lot of touches or screen passes, but I don't think that they will, uh, you know, make it a barn burner or anything like that. So I'm going to take the under here, under 47, even though I just said a few days ago it's irresponsible to take unders in the NFL right now. Um, the next game is the Philadelphia Eagles playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in Pittsburgh. Steelers are a seven-point favorite here. The over-under is 44. Um, the only pick I made for this game was the Steelers to win outright the money line. Uh, a couple things. One is last time I took the Steelers to cover, it was against the Broncos a few weeks ago, and they didn't. Lost money on that. So a little bit of a grudge. That's that's on me. Um, but secondly, Philadelphia played relatively well against the 49ers last Sunday night. Um I think that the big matchup here that's a, a one-side matchup is the defensive side of the ball and the uh, you know the corners and DBs and safeties for the Steelers against the uh, almost non-existent wide receiver core that the Eagles have. And I think there's going to be a lot of coverage sacks in this game. I think it's important to look out for a TJ Watt um, sack prop bet on the day of the game. So I think that's interesting to look at. Again, I think the Steelers win here, uh, the money line. And uh, I'm not going to make a pick on the over-under. And I'm not going to say the Steelers are going to cover because last time I bet on that, uh, they didn't against the Broncos. So I think the Steelers win here. Maybe a good game to pair in a parlay. Uh, the next game is the Bengals playing uh, the Ravens-Cincinnati in Baltimore. Baltimore is a 12.5-point favorite. Uh, and that's a lot of points to cover regardless of how good of a team you are. The Bengals, uh, initially, I was going to pick the Bengals to cover, plus 12.5. I think a lot of this depends on if Joe Mixon is going to play. Uh, I think that if Joe Mixon does play and he's healthy, he's a game changer, and he could you know, make this game more of a competition than it would be if he didn't play. But with that being said, you know the Ravens are coming off of, you know they beat Washington last week, but two weeks ago, uh, handsomely losing to the Chiefs, and I had picked them to win there. I think they get on track here. Uh, they win, I think, obviously. I don't think there's an upset here. But I kind of like taking the Bengals plus 12.5. I know it's a little little risky here and kind of betting that Joe Burrow will you know, find his receivers and look at someone else but A.J. Green. But I am going to take uh, the Bengals to cover plus 12.5 here with the Ravens winning uh, outright with their money line. Over-unders 50.5. Um, and I'm not going to make a pick on this. I have a couple over-under picks coming, I promise. I'm not just totally scared of them, but for now I'm not going to take an over-under on Cincy and Baltimore, and I think a lot depends on Joe Mixon playing. So if I see something on Sunday that I really like, depending on uh, Joe Mixon's status for the game, I will obviously put something out about that. The next game is the Miami Dolphins playing the San Francisco 49ers in San Francisco. The Niners are a nine-point favorite here. I think that's a lot of points for a team that just lost to the Eagles. Uh, given that Miami has not started Tua yet, it's either one, they don't think he's ready, or also they like what they see with Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's had an okay year. Um, I don't know how many touchdowns and interceptions he's thrown, but he's been competitive in games. Um, however, I am going to take the San Francisco 49ers to win outright through the money line. And I have the under here, and I think that this is a week that the Dolphins do not score a lot of points, and the Niners are going to run the ball pretty well, and um, they have some good receivers, and they have solid offensive production. Miami, I go under here. I think 15.5 points is a lot between these two teams. Um, I'm assuming I'm going to be proven wrong. Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to throw 
two touchdowns and two picks, and uh, it's going to be a barn burner. But until I see something more, um, I guess I'm taking the under here, and a lot of it is out of fear because I took the over uh, of the Bucks uh, Bears game. I'm all flipped around with over unders, but I may take the under here, fifteen and a half with the Dolphins at Niners, with the Niners winning money line. Again, good bet to put in a parlay. Um, the the money line, not the under. That's a, that's a risky one. Um, the next game is the New York Giants playing in Dallas, playing the Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys are a 7.5 point favorite, coming off a loss against the Browns. The over-under is 53.5. I think that this is a pretty easy pick to take the under here. And why I like the under is because the Giants simply can't score points. I think the Cowboys get a win here. Um, but I, even if the Cowboys score 35 points, I don't think this game is going to go over simply because the Giants can't seem to put together offensively. Obviously, with Saquon out, um, you know they don't have a ton of weapons. So I like the under here, under 53.5. And I like the Cowboys to cover, minus 7.5. I'm not sure if this line's changed at all uh, since this morning. But uh, I think it's time that the Cowboys do get a win here. And especially against a team like the Giants, I don't see it being close. I think this is going to be a blowout. Uh, Dallas, minus 7.5 in the under, 53.5. Next game is Indy playing in Cleveland, the Colts playing the Browns. If Nick Chubb is out for the Browns, I think that that is... Uh, pretty much a game changer because of the rushing attack and rushing defense. And I'll get into that, but I want to say that initially this morning, this game was a pick em. There was no spread. I'm not sure if that's changed for now, but I'm sure it's really close. The over-under 47.5. If Nick Chubb is out, I think that changes things because the Colts have a top-five defense in almost every category against the rush, and Cleveland has, I believe, a top-five uh, rushing attack. And so even though Kareem Hunt is a capable running back, I think with Nick Chubb out, that changes things. It not only changes your scheme, but it changes putting pressure on Baker Mayfield to make more throws. And that means crucial third down throws, things like that. And they can't be relying on trick plays like they did in Jerry World last weekend. So um, with Chubb out, I'm tempted to take the Colts here, but my gut's telling me to take the Browns to win. They kind of have the hot hand right now. Uh, Indy's not been able to score a lot of points. And um, I think that the Browns are going to continue getting the ball to Odell Beckham and kind of setting up relatively easy throws for Baker uh, to get him in a better rhythm. I like the Browns to win here, and this is a good pick game for the week. I'm not going to touch the over-under here because the Colts are very unpredictable on how many points they're going to score. And I haven't seen enough from Phillip Rivers and that offense to uh, confidently make a pick on how many points I think they're going to score. So, again, I picked the Browns to win here. It was a pick em game. Uh, you know, if they're favored by a point now, I'd take that point. Um, but I think this is going to be a really interesting matchup for the week. I'll be looking out for that. The Sunday night game is Minnesota playing in Seattle, the Vikings playing the Seahawks. I wrote on my sheet that this is a lock. Um, and this was when the line was minus seven. I'm taking a look now, and it seems like that's the same. Seattle's favored by a touchdown here. I think that the worst case scenario is that um, you get your money back and Seattle wins by exactly seven points. Um, I think that this game has the potential to go over. 
just because of the defensive issues that are on the side of the Seahawks. And the Vikings can't score points. They're just I just don't think they're a cohesive team this year. Um, but again, I think this is the lock of the week. It's hard for me to bet against Seattle. They've looked so good this year offensively. I think DK Metcalf is a you know top 10 wide receiver in this league right now, at least this year. Um, and they have tons of offensive threats. And it's hard to bet against Russell Wilson right now. So I'm going to take Seattle to cover, minus 7. Um, and I think if you're feeling risky, you take the over here, but I'm not as confident in the over-under right now. Uh, so my lock of the week is Seattle to cover minus 7 against Minnesota. Let's move into the Monday night game, and then we're going to kind of get into some funky ones due to COVID. The Monday night game is the Chargers playing in New Orleans. They're playing the Saints. Saints are an 8-point favorite. The over-under is 50.5. Here I have circled the over, 50.5. I like the over here because I think Justin Herbert has shown with his arm and legs that he's able to uh, help propel an offense to score a lot of points. Obviously, you know, had a shootout with Tom Brady, all that stuff. Um, I think that that's important to note that the Chargers can score a lot of points and have a a productive offense, Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler, obviously Mike Williams, uh, and there's more. And in regard to the Saints, it uh, seems like they've had a relatively shaky, you know, first couple weeks of the season, something you don't really expect. Um, and this is a hard one. I think that this is actually going to be my second upset of the week, which is the Chargers plus eight. I think that this is going to be a closer game than people think, and I think it's going to have a lot of points in it. So uh, more confidently, I can take the over here, knowing that both teams have a really productive offense. Um, and I think that a more riskier pick is the Chargers covering plus eight. I think a lot of this depends on if Michael Thomas is playing for the Saints. I haven't done any research on that uh, today. But um, I think that depending on what his status is for game day, uh, that will change things about the Saints spread. But for now, uh, on Saturday the 10th, I'm going to take the Chargers to cover plus eight and the over 50 and a half. So let's get into uh, these games that I'm not sure if they're on Sunday or Monday or Tuesday. Like, I don't know when these games are, and there's not tons of information out on them. Uh, Denver at New England. Uh, I found that New England was an eight-point favorite. I'm not seeing that now on any sites. I see no information for Buffalo at Tennessee. I'll get to that. Um, if, in fact, New England is favored by eight points, I'm going to take that. Uh, I think that, you know, the Broncos, obviously, they obviously scored a lot of points last week on the Thursday night game against the Jets defense coached by Greg Williams. A little bit dirty, a little bit nasty. Um, I don't think that's something they can do every week with their quarterback, uh, Brett Ripien. Uh, I think he played well. Um, when you play a Patriots defense, regardless of the year, um, or the dynasty they're in. If Bill Belichick is that head coach, he's going to find ways to expose a quarterback that uh, is not... How do I want to say this? A, a quarterback that's inexperienced. He's going to exploit an inexperienced quarterback. And so if the fact is that the Patriots are an eight-point favorite, I'd take it regardless. Uh, obviously, a lot going on with COVID. Same thing with the Bills playing the Titans. I'm not sure when exactly this game is right now. I'm seeing that it could be on uh, Monday night at 7 p.m. No, Tuesday night, 7 p.m. I don't know when this game is actually going to happen. I see no information about spread, but I'm going to take Buffalo to win here. I think Josh Allen looks really good. 
Uh, might be an MVP this year, at least an MVP candidate. Uh, Buffalo's rushing attack looks solid. Uh, mobile quarterback, down-the-field threats. Their defen- defense looks pretty damn good. Um, obviously, I have to see more information about spread and over-under here. Um, but what can you expect from Tennessee, you know, coming off of all they've had last couple weeks and still under investigation looking at, you know, what violations they had in regard to COVID? So, obviously, a weird week. Some things are kind of flipped around. Um, and, you know, COVID is impacting a lot of this. But uh, there's still games. And still, until there's no longer games, whether the season is over or um, COVID has kind of consumed the NFL, we're going to keep making picks. And uh, hopefully some picks that will get you guys some money. So uh, I mentioned something about how many listeners we had last episode. I mentioned that we had, uh, you know, 70 listeners. And I misspoke. After looking at the analytics of our podcast, that's how many downloads we've had throughout our entire, uh, you know, time uploading things to different podcasting platforms. And so it's more like we have seven listeners per episode. Um, and to you seven to ten listeners, I wish I could write down all your names and say it out loud how much we thank you guys. But uh, we really just have fun talking football and, and talking sports betting. We're obviously just two college kids kind of shooting the shit. Um, and this is a strange year to start you know, betting a lot on sports uh, openly in a podcast. And whoever is listening to this, we appreciate the hell out of you. And uh, make sure to stay tuned for any game day prop bets. Uh, obviously some changes to Denver at New England and Buffalo at Tennessee and uh, be on the lookout for our next content whether it'll drop on Sunday or next week for our week six picks thanks for tuning in